Okay. Check, check it out. Man, are we back? We are back. We are so back. Our backs are being backed by another back. Whoa. That's a lot of back. That's a lot of... We've got back. I mean, baby's got back. We've needed to be back, though. We've been dark for several weeks now. Yeah, I heard what there was, was a lot of requests. We've actually... And I'm, I'm glad we've got complaints. It would kind of suck if we didn't. <laughs> it's, if it, it would suck if people were like, oh, y'all, y'all have another podcast? <laughs> I, I didn't know because you suck. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be bad. I know people like to hear me type. Oh, you can take care of it in editing. Nah, bro. This is the real deal. Our last episode was July the 7th. No. It's published. Says it was August yeah. 5th. Says it was published July 17th and modified August the 5th. Who's been modifying my stuff? <laughs> I don't know. It's not me. I don't know. I listened to it the other day. <laughs> you just listened to that episode, 121? 121. I'm, yeah, I've been behind because of work. Yeah. It's been a busy summer. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. We should have done a podcast before now, but we're going to try to make up for that. This is going to be a, I think this is going to be a long episode. I don't know. I haven't. We haven't done it yet. But it actually, feels like it's going to be a long episode. We're actually doing like non-time travel this time. Yeah, we're going in order, and we got Anthony here. We're going to do some talk. I'm going to talk with you first about some nerdy stuff that I don't think he would weigh in on much. But uh, then me and him are going to do some brew talk, and me and Sean we're going to do a surprise comeback of a segment. But it, Sean left, but you're actually going to fill in as we mentioned. I don't tell him just yet. It's a surprise. Everybody likes surprises. Unless yeah, it's, they deserve uh, a surprise. They waited. They waited long enough. Unless it's a surprise in prison, and yeah. not so much. So um, again, it's been a busy summer. Uh, I want to back up, and because uh, I didn't do a. This is the first podcast I've done since we did this, but weekend before last, which seems like forever ago. Uh, this not this Saturday, as of yesterday. We're recording this on Sunday, but uh, Saturday before we did the uh, independent. Yeah. Happy late birthday. Uh, we did the Independent Music Showcase at uh, the Rock House Live in Memphis. How'd that go? It went great, man. I had a great time. It was uh, hosted by Solemn Artist Management. I can't say enough good things about Jenny. Like, every show we do with her is, like, smooth as butter. And uh, I, would, I would say probably one, one of, or if not the best promoter I've worked with in the 20 years I've been doing live music. Because uh, you know how it is when you're playing these bars and these clubs, all of them are different, and they got different setups, and they want different things, and it's kind of funny. It's it's like when, when you go play a gig, like if the band booked it, you get there, and you're like, all right, here's this list of problems. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's what we've got to work around and work work with. If, if uh, it's a show she's booked, all you got to do is just show your happy ass up and play music. You don't have to worry about anything. The way it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's smooth. And... uh I want to thank her and uh, everybody at Solemn Artist Management, everybody at the Rock House Live. I want to come back and eat some more of that chicken. They got some damn good chicken there, dude. They it is It is the bomb. I was expecting, you know, typical bar food, you know. And the reason they call it bar food is because, like, uh, most bars have to serve food to get a liquor's license. Yep. 
So they just serve good, just enough food. Just enough appetizer. Yeah, type. like the the rolling hot dog on that weird belt thing, that rolling thing. nachos you can throw in the microwave. <laughs> microwave nachos. Hot pockets. Um, so I wasn't expecting much, and I ordered the chicken finger basket. And I was like, dude, it's gonna be a chicken. So uh, maybe next time we'll get to. I'll get to go. Yeah, yeah. Come for the metal. Stay for the chicken. Well, I'll just come for the chicken and stay for the metal. Stay for the metal. <laughs> Either way. And, uh, yeah, hanging out with all those bands. Uh, man, it was a blast. We're all just a bunch of crazy people, you know. Us musicians, we're not normal. You should put us all together and we have a blasty blast. Um, okay, so yesterday we played, uh, we were back in Tuscaloosa at Egan's Bar last night. And how did that go? It was amazing. It went great. Uh you know, knock on wood, we've we've had a good summer. Like, there hasn't been like a single like just completely shit gig, you know. Um, and it's it's kind of like you know how it is when you when you're doing shows back to back to back to back. You just kind of get your shit together, yeah. you know. You get back in the on and off the it. stage. Yeah, you get you get it. You don't have to plan your whole day around it. You just have a normal day, and at the end of it, you have a show. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, back in the back of the day, I remember we used to, I used to like take off work. If we had a show that night, because yeah. all the stuff I would have to do to get ready for it. Prepping everything. Now it's like, uh, oh shit, we got a show tonight. And like an hour before the show, it's like, oh yeah, let me go uh, put on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Let me make sure everything's loaded. Let me put on pants. We got a show tonight. But uh, yeah, the last time we t- we played Egan's was on a Thursday, and it was a it was a good gig, obviously, because we you know rebooked there again. But uh, going on a Saturday, it was. It was awesome, and uh, it was, uh, yesterday was the first day that you were allowed to move in on campus. So, like, everybody got, you know. So it was party weekend, basically. Oh, yeah. As soon as mom and dad get far enough away to if they can't see they're sneaking off to the bar, boom. They're all going to Egan's to check out some of that Kill J music. <laughs> <laughs> and Seeking 7. Seeking 7 was great. Uh, we brought them with us, and... Uh, and uh, we tore the house down, man. People were digging it. Sold a lot of merch. Sold merch. Yeah. Made some new fans. Made some new friends. And uh, looking forward to going there again. I, it's one of those places, like, when I find a good place that I like to play, I don't want to overdo it. Yeah. Like, play every weekend. But maybe space it out every couple, three months or something. And I really want to go back when they have a home game. It's baby Court Street. Yeah, it does remind me a lot of, a lot of Court Street in a lot of ways. Nice. I used to love Court Street. Yeah, man. We, we talked about that on here before, how we took it for granted. Because it was such an easy gig. Like, you could call the last minute and, and book there. So, it was kind of like, it wanted to be in our, if we don't have a gig anywhere else, we would go do it there. Yeah. And then after it closed, we were like, man, we took that place for granted. It was awesome. <laughs> don't know what you got till it's gone, baby. So, and what then, we got going on next weekend? And then next week, uh, we are going to be... At Tampico Bay? Yeah. Seeking release party? Seeking Sevens, I'm pulling up the the thing. Whoa. Oh, these are past gigs. Let me pull up the thing so I don't say anything wrong. We're doing Seeking Sevens CD release party at Tampico Bay Mexican Restaurant. Uh, Robbie says that place is awesome. That's in Columbus, Mississippi. Columbus, Mississippi. This will be our first time playing there. It's always an honor to be considered as a... Uh, you know, for somebody's CD release party, because that's a big deal. You know, your CD release party is like your your big 
thing. Is there an age restriction on this show? Because Tampico Bay is a restaurant. I doubt it, very seriously. So it's all ages? Uh, let's go down here to the details section. I know most CD release parties what we've ever done say? or been to has always been all ages. Yeah. So uh, next Saturday, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got uh, Caging Elliot, Kill J, and Seeking 7. So y'all come out to Columbus and see us. We've got uh, a few more gigs booked, but it's starting to kind of wind down for the summer. Um, it wasn't my choice for it to be this way because I don't really like hot weather, but all the shows are always in the summer. And then when you get around about the October-ish time, you know, if you're lucky, you'll get a good Halloween show. But after that, people aren't really going out as much. They're, you know, it's football season, and uh, people are getting ready for the holidays. They're saving their money. They're going shopping, and they're yeah. not really going to get loaded like they are during the summer. <laughs> It would be cool if we could flip it, though, and play when it's nice and cool. Because some of these outdoor festivals have been brutal. Well, you don't have many festivals in the winter. No, I guess not. Well, they've all been fun, though. It's been a really, really fun summer with, with the band. I'm not taking any of it for granted because, you know, you got to ride the wave when the water's there, you know what I mean? Because you never know when that shit's going to dry up yeah. around you. And it'll happen like that. It's happened like, to us yearly oh yeah. like that. I mean, those the times that we took off, and I'm doing air quotes, it wasn't by choice. <laughs> it's because the circumstances, you know, things happen. And we we went on like a dang near two-year break trying to, you know, get a new drummer in place. And Well, that and a lot of that we did was writing, too, but there was no place booking. Yeah. You were lucky if you got anything. And that's why we don't really... Like, we're working on a new album now, but we're not taking time off to work on the album because time will take itself off. Yeah. Did I just make up a cool quote? No. Oh, shit. I was going to get you to write that down. I tell you what, write it down, but make it sound cooler. <laughs> All Did right, you know Sean had started on a thing on his phone? I don't know what he called it, but it's like when I say shit, like when there's something funny or, you know, something like that that I think is profound, he writes it down. We used to do that a long time ago. He actually may ago. not be doing anything, but he says he's writing it down. <laughs> we used to put a Mark Kling... Funny if he was just screwing around with me. We used to call them Mark Klinganisms. Mm. That sounds oddly sexual. I just had a Mark Klinganism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm never saying that again. Or maybe it's ism <laughs> instead of ism that would make it oddly sexual. <laughs> so anyway, before this conversation goes downhill... Anymore? <laughs> Uh, what else do we need? To, do we need to announce anything? Well, as far we as we just I did know. the announcements, as far as like all that's all been going on. That's all that's been going on with us is uh, is the band stuff. We don't have no cons or nothing coming up, podcast wise. Well, uh, you know, uh, it's not too early. I mean, this is what August the eighteenth. So you got seventeenth, eighteenth, yeah. Um. It's, it's not too early to be talking about Halloween. I mean, I saw decorations out at Lowe's the other day. They got, like, pumpkins and shit out front. Well, I can't wait for Walmart to put theirs out, but they'll wait, like, the day before, and then the day after, it's Christmas stuff. Yeah. Which I've already seen them start putting out Christmas stuff. Seriously? Yeah, I was up there last Good night, Lord. and they was already unpacking it from the back, moving everything over to the uh, garden center. Oh, that means the Spirit of Halloween store will be open pretty soon. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty cool place to check out. That place um, is awesome. So, at any rate, we need uh, some ideas 
for Halloween. We don't have a place booked to go investigate or check out. We don't have any haunted houses to, uh, we don't have anything lined up. So if you know of a place that's in the area, we don't mind driving a little bit. If you know a haunted house or a place that's supposedly haunted, uh, we like to go set up and, and podcast at haunted places during Halloween. And we set the bar really high the first year. It's been really hard to chase that dragon ever yes, since. Yes. I mean, we did our first Halloween show in a World War II bomb factory that was, like, super haunted. And uh, had a really good time doing that. That episode got a lot of a lot of pulls. I'll see if I can't use my uh, connections in Vicksburg to try to get us something this year. That'd be cool because uh, our drummer like lives in Vicksburg. And it's one of the most haunted cities in Mississippi. You know, it really is. That's, and that, that's around the Yazoo area, right? Uh, it's a couple hours from Yazoo. It's oh, north. It? But I thought yeah. it was close to it. Yazoo's, yeah, and Yazoo. Yazoo's about an hour north, north. Is it in Yazoo City where that witch is buried and they like poured concrete over the top of her grave? That's the rumor, but it, yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's a rumor. I've heard of people that've been talking about they went there to check it out. I've been there. Oh, did you see the concrete? Yeah, and the chains over it. Well, then it's not a rumor. <laughs> no, then it's a witch. Oh, well, why else would they do that? Unless it's a zombie, <laughs> a zombie witch. Let's get yeah, that that's started. like the one in Aberdeen. There's a witch in Aberdeen? Yeah, supposedly buried under concrete and chained. Well, let's go get it. I mean, <laughs> let's go look at it. Let's go dig it up. Just kidding. I'm kidding. That's illegal. Yeah, it's at the... Uh, Is it illegal to dig up a witch, though? Uh, I guess so. Yes. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Any kind of person that used to be alive that's not now, you cannot dig them up. <laughs> yes. Unless you were an archaeologist. <laughs> that's true. That's legal grave robbing right there. <laughs> And uh, if anybody out there has any stories, you know, uh, you've got a ghost story, something that happened to you, a paranormal experience, lay it on us. If you don't want us to say your name, we'll name you Race Car Bob, give you an anonymous, cool name. Hey, we could even use one of our cool filter functions and, like, disguise their we'll voice. We'll give you a monster voice. I'll read your story with a monster voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... But no, seriously, I'll see if I can't hook us up with something in Vicksburg. I need to check our email because I did email, I did send out a couple of emails. I'll see if I got a bite in relation to, to Halloween. And uh, I do have one idea that I'm going to run past you. Don't let me forget. And we, we always do something with the movies. Uh, is this what you're talking about on Voxer? Yeah, Anthony reminded me. Did we do this last year, Anthony, or did we talk about doing the under top ten underrated horror movies? Talked about Kara. That was Kara's idea for uh, top underrated horror movies. Okay. I can't remember what we did last year. I think we did the last sequels. Year we did the sequels. Yeah, so it would be underrated. So we did. Everybody sent us a list of their top ten favorite horror movies. Then the next year we did send us your favorite sequels, and this year we're gonna do top ten underrated horror movies. I'm good with that because I've already got an idea for next year. Well, see, I, that's just underrated movies. Is that's based on. Personal perception. This whole contest, the whole list is based on personal perception. Yeah, but an underrated horror movie. Well, it's just something like it's your it's your vantage point of the movie. Like in other words, your top ten favorite horror movies were favorite to you. Yeah. So, but what might be or may not be underrated, you know, something that like something that's underrated to you may not be underrated to me necessarily. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, the top ten horror movies, do you think they're underrated? Yeah. That need more attention, that mm-hmm. you're surprised weren't a bigger deal. Like the movie The Gate. Like, there's so many people that's never heard of that movie, but it's creepy as hell. Yeah, but that movie came out 30 years ago. Most good horror movies did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The 80s. That's when it happened, man. I'm sipping on a... Uh, I'm not calling this what you wanted to call it. I like the Wicked Stepbrother. I'm not calling it Baby Shark. Anything that has to do with the something secondary. I just thought Baby Shark off the bat. Baby Shark. Do, 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 That's do, why do, I'm do. not calling this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I'm mad at myself for saying it. But compared to its daddy, it's a Baby Shark. But you know, it's really... Have you tried it today? I just drank it. It's better. It's good. It's, it's yeah, really it's good. really good now. Like I mean, it was good before, but it's it's really really good. it's really matured. It's uh, I wish I had some bottles. It's like that cheese on the commercial. Like it used to be tell like telling jokes and acting silly, but now it's all mature. <laughs> it's a, what is that cheese it commercial? Cheese it's. It's a very good, slightly over bitter blonde. I had something for that. I had like a joke about a like, high school girlfriend, but it's. Overbitter blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, an inter- interesting, quick little thing, and it just kind of faded away before I really fleshed yeah. it out. So, yeah, so the, 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 is it settled then? We're doing the top 10 most underrated horror movies. Works for me. This year. Everybody make a list. If you're listening, make a list. We're going to try to do it top next, 10, we'll read next them on podcast. There. We can start whenever. I mean, if we don't have very many people send us lists, it's getting. Uh, it's getting less and less because the, the the lists are starting to get a little more difficult. You can't just rattle them off the top of your head. Like that first year, like everybody sent us yeah. lists. Like we had like five episodes of reading off people's lists. You know, I really like the the topic y'all was talking about on Voxer. Yeah, I, I want to do top ten kill scenes. I think I think that would. But it has to be like there has to be some stipulations. Like you can be kill kill scene slash holy shit moment. I yeah. think. Yeah. And you have to. It has to can't be the same. It, it can't be just ten Jason kills. I agree. Because mine I probably w- unless it's unless it's different movies. Unless it's a different movie in the franchise, it's okay. Okay, I could see that. But since Jason's got like, there's thirteen. But, but it's, Jason has an unfair advantage because he's had so many All awesome, gruesome dudes. kills. All the top three dudes. Uh, yeah, well, Freddy's so got a Freddy, few too. Uh, Michael Myers. And, and Jason, they all have a lot. The, well, the reason is, back then, they couldn't do excessive gore. That's why horror movies today are so gory. Right. As C.J. Graham explained when he was on the podcast, they would give you an X rating back then. Yeah. yeah. There was a scene in uh, Friday the 13th Part 6 where Jason ripped out somebody's heart, and then they had to take it out. So, basically, like, they, they would have to, they were forced to come up with, like, creative kill scenes, like, you know, folding the sheriff in half and, you know, wrapping them up in a sleeping bag and slamming them against a tree. That way they could be brutal without being gory. And so Jason's just racked up a ton of like epic kill scenes. And, yeah, I think uh, there's a YouTube video of all of his kill scenes. But I, I don't want people to just stick with the. I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to learn some shit. You know? Actually, we should. We should. I don't want to stick this, with just the top franchises. Top tens. Yeah, you should shy away from the top three franchises. Yeah. I want some people to have to like rewatch horror movies to do their list. And That's skim what I'm through gonna stuff. do. Like, I want to like force a little bit of, you know, put put a little effort into it because it's gonna be fun. Pull fun some, research. 
Pull Man, some, uh, I think there was this one, was that part five or four? And then I have to watch it to see. And, you know, I want that kind of in, interaction going on. I want people to have to. Me and Laura had a whole conversation about it. Yeah. That's her idea. We're just going back and forth. She likes that idea? And that's what she was the one that said, uh, do it only one of each of the major three would be a bad idea. Because they take up so much of the hundred jump. Yeah. They occupy a lot of space there. There's a lot of kills between the three of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, So, yeah, be, uh, be sending us your list. It's not too early to start talking about Halloween. I mean, we're we're going to start averaging more than one a month, but still we're only a few episodes away from our Halloween episode. So, uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, announcement-wise? No? No. All right, cool. Well, let's take a quick break. Other and, than my uh, birthday was last weekend. Happy birthday again. And we'll be right back. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization, a level headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. I wanted to read you all this on the air and get your reaction here. I thought it was hilarious. Sean tagged me in this. There's this guy on, uh, is this, this in Twitter? It's probably Instagram or something. Anyway, he he posted, uh, he said, I forced a bot to watch over a thousand hours of Batman movies. Then I asked it to write a Batman movie of its own. And here's the first page. And I believe it's really a bot, too, because it's pretty funny. So, to recap, this guy forced a bot to watch thousands of hours of Batman movies, like over and over and over. Then made it write its own Batman movie. Okay, and this is page one. Introduction, traditional Batcave. Batman stands next to his Batmobile and uses his Batcomputer. He's sometimes Bruce Wayne and sometimes Batman, all-time orphan. Batman says, this is now a safe city. I have punched a penguin into prison. Alfred, Batman's loyal butler, carries a tray of goth to, no, carries a tray of goth ham. Alfred, eat a dinner, Mattress Wayne. An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two-Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown but insane. Two-Face is a man but attorney. Batman. No. It's Two-Face and One-Face. They hate me for being a bat. Batman throws Alfred at Two-Face. Two-Face flips Alfred like a coin. Alfred lands heads up, which means Two-Face goes home. (laughs) Batman. It's just you and I, Joker. Bat versus clown, moral enemies. Joker says, I am such a freak, society is bad. You drink water, I drink anarchy. Batman says, I drink bats just like a bat would. Batman looks around for his parents, but they are still dead. This makes him have anger. He fires a bat rocket. The Joker deflects it with his sick sense of humor, a clowny power. Joker says, I have never followed a rule. That is my rule. Do you follow? I don't. Batman says, Alfred, give birth to Robin. Alfred begins 
the process since it is his job. The Joker now has a present in his hand. He juggles it over to Batman. And the Joker says, happy birthday. Batman opens the present since he's a good guy. It contains a coupon for new parents, but it is expired. This is <laughs> this is a Joker joke. <laughs> I want to read. The, I wish they posted the whole thing. <laughs> oh, <coughs> that that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Um, we we got Anthony over here. Are you are you to where y'all can like both talk into that thing? Well, kind of maybe swing it, it swing it around. Um. Because I, I watched, per your recommendation, all of The Boys, and you're watching it now. Worst yeah. name for a show ever, but it's an awesome show. It's hilarious. It's it's good. I mean, it's it's a lot of everything. I was shocked by how good it was. And it, you hit me at the right time because I was kind of looking for something else to watch because I was kind of caught up in a lot of things. And you was like, dude, go on Amazon and watch The Boys. I was like, do it now. And I think that night I watched the first episode, and then I had to watch the second one. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Start. It's based on a comic book. Oh, it's like a graphic novel came out. Yeah. yeah. But, dude, it is, like, super brutal. <laughs> What's, what is the dude? Uh, the guy that's, like, kind of playing the Superman ripoff called Homelander, he's, is he a sociopath or a psychopath? I got him mixed up. He's a sociopath. sociopath. He has no regard for human life. He has no result, remorse. He's no yeah. yeah, zero. Zero. And what's the, what's the girl's name that played in Karate Kid? Oh, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, she's still hot. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, she was a Karate Kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Karate Kid. So back, I remember her from Adventures of uh, Cocktail? Back to the Future? Wasn't she the one in Cocktail? Yeah, yeah. that was her. Back, yeah, Back to the Future 2. Not one. Yep. She was the swap over. Yeah, but I remember her. Oh, that's right. His girlfriend changed in Back to yeah. the Future uh, to a different actress. God, we're old. <laughs> What happened to that first girl? She just didn't want to do it again, or? I don't know. She get mad? Timeline change, man. Oh, uh, what's change. his what's his name? Uh, the guy that was his dad. Uh, Crispin. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, he um. Uh, he sued, the studio or whatever, and they changed this law that's in effect to this day because of that lawsuit. Are you talking about the Glover law? Yeah, where you can't use an actor's likeness yeah. because he didn't want to. I don't know if he didn't want it to be in part two. I don't know the story. I don't want to misquote it, but he didn't wind up in part two. But they used a mask of him on some other dude, and he sued and I guess won. And now there's a law called the Glover Law, where you can't do that anymore. But they can own your likeness, but they can't use it without you or whatever. Yeah. They had to pay you for it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I guess if, if they make a mold of your face, they own your likeness, but they have to pay you to use they it. They have to pay you to use it, yeah. So that's a little tidbit there. And I don't know all the details. I may be screwing that whole thing up, but that's basically what, you know, the outcome was. What were we talking about? The boys, yeah. The boys. I can't really say much since you haven't finished it, and I don't want to spoil it. No. I'm on eight. All, all I can that's re- the last that's one. The last Why didn't you finish it? Because I thought there was another one. No. It's eight episodes. And the last episode is good. Yes. It ends with a pretty big... Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did, uh, like, what? Is everybody caught up on Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah. Kelly's thinking about it. I think I am. Good God. Kelly, get on board here. 
think I am. What's the last <laughs> thing you remember? You would know if you were because something pretty big happened at the end. And that's what I kind of want to talk about. We didn't call for spoiler alerts, though. But, Jesus, that's been out for a while. I think we need some... Uh, I know I we'll save that to the next podcast. This is your spoiler warning for next week. We're going to spoil Stranger Things for all I think all we need a never-ending story theme song in the background right here. Okay. Why? Oh, my God. Did you not watch it either? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The references. Okay. <laughs> I remember the references. I thought you were going somewhere else. And I remember them beating up the Russians. Whoa. 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 Wait, we ain't the war yet. That's actually kind of vague. World War Two. <laughs> so vague. World War Three was just a, a, you know, a possibility. It didn't actually happen now. Well, it did now because yeah. I just spoiled it. Oof. Okay. It's the Russians. Can we speculate? So we're gonna do it the next episode. Well, next episode we'll spoil Stranger Things. Can you talk about Chernobyl? Damn it! I, I haven't watched it, but I'm probably not going. No, to. I just want to talk about Chernobyl and talk about it. Yeah. And the space shuttle. Not that I don't want to watch it. I'm just probably up. not going to. Well, I'm talking about the actual thing that happened. Oh, that the tied, actual event. I thought you were tied into. Sean says that the, the show is good. The next Stranger Things. My buddy at work watches it. He's always talking about it. Um. So I wanted to uh, talk about this. Uh, well, you know, the Arrowverse every year does a crossover event where they. Do you watch any of the Arrow shows at all, Anthony? No. He just you don't watch any of the CW? He just scooted the microphone back over to <laughs> Kellogg. And he's walking away. <laughs> wow. Did we, like, get, nerd alert. did we just get shamed? <laughs> I think there's some shade being thrown here. There's some nerd shaming some going serious on. serious shade coming from that direction. And I'm pointing towards you, Anthony. <laughs> Looking your way, man. Uh, the, yeah, all the Arrowverse does this big crossover. And... Um, this year's is going to be crazy. They're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. Well, that's already going on. No, it, the the, earth, the the other one was called Crisis on Earth X, I think. Well, that was at Earth X. Yeah. With the book. This is actually from the comic book series. Okay. The well, it wasn't a series. It was uh, an event, a big DC event called Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is kind of funny because that was like in the '70s when that came out. Well, they've also got that animated show. Of the Crisis on Infinite Earths, and uh, the the cool thing about Crisis on Infinite Earth is you're like you're going into the multiverse big time. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously going to be jumping around to different timelines and different realities. And there's going to be one uh, where uh, Brandon Ralph, who is now Adam on Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. he's going to reprise his role as Superman. They're going to go to an Earth where he's Superman. Oh, nice! But I think it's the Kingdom Come Superman. I'm trying to, like, I'm on the article right now, but there's so much information here. It's just, like, it's too much. Let's Have see, you actually watched the Batman, the Batwoman series? It hadn't started yet. I watched the, the last year's crossover. She was in it. That was her debut. I know, well, I just noticed that December 19th, it was talking about that's when the crossover for Batwoman's going to be. But it's starting on Supergirl this time. Um... The other big thing, which I'm not seeing it on here, is um, they announced, and this is all official. I'll get to speculation in a minute. Burt Ward, the original Robin, is going to make an appearance. Now, I don't know if he's, I mean, he's in his 70s, so I don't know if he's, he might even be like freaking 80. No, I think he's in his 70s. He's, 
I he was younger he, than Adam West. I feel he? like he's probably not going to be so in, in the Robin outfit. Surely I hope not. not. Well, I mean, a version of it. They, Awkward. <laughs> man, that's wrong. But probably the biggest thing that com- uh, completely broke the inter- internet was that uh, they're doing a version where you see uh, that Conroy guy. Kevin Conroy? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy that, you know, always voiced Batman and all the animated and a bunch of the animated movies, the whole animated series. Like, most people, uh, well, a lot of people in pop culture, nerd culture, they that's their Batman. Like, yeah. Because he's voiced Batman for so long. He's actually going to get to play a version of Batman. He's going to be Bruce Wayne in one of these multiverses, which is super cool. Like, that's just awesome. Uh, Tom Willing has teased an appearance. He was a Superman on, uh, was it Smallville? Smallville. I never watched that. And I didn't I watch did. Lewis and Clark either. I watched Smallville. He just finished uh, his role on Lucifer. Um, who else? They're doing they're doing a bunch of cool stuff. Oh come on, internet! My internet's broken. I guess that's it. I thought there was, I thought there was more, and I know there's some rumored stuff, but that's pretty big. I mean, Brandon Ralph playing Superman again. I think he didn't get a fair shake because I thought, uh, Superman Returns was that what it's called? The one he was in. I, I thought no it was idea. pretty good. Um. Black Lightning is officially going to be made a part of the Arrowverse. Kevin Conroy, live action. Bruce Wayne, that's awesome. And uh, Burt Ward. Those are the confirmed things. But, yeah, last year's uh, crossover was awesome. And this one looks like it's going to be even better. So, that's basically, I mean, that's going to be like a movie. Because you're you're talking about how many episodes is that? Five? Five. A five-episode thing. And, And it watches like a movie, too, you know, if you connect all of them together. It kind of it's kind of like watching a movie. Well, normally that's what I do. I try to watch them back to back. Oh, we got a lot of things Rick coming. And we got coming a lot of out. things coming up. They're going to be coming out soon. Rick and Morty's coming back. Flash is coming back. Like we're right on the edge of that. Uh, when is Rick and Morty? What's September, I think. September or October? I think I thought it was October. But yeah, we're we're right on the edge of a bunch of stuff coming back. When's The Walking Dead start back? I know Fear's already started. Uh, the Walking Dead starts back in October. Is that my beer? I don't know the date, but uh, Fear's already started back. I'm, uh, I'm going to watch what, like one or two maybe? Maybe one or two, but I'm, I'm liking it so far. It's different. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, I know you watched Fear. I don't. Uh, you started it, though, didn't you? You keep up with it? Can you keep going? I don't even think I finished the episode. I got busy doing something. and It's not that I didn't like it. I just had other stuff going on. There's too many things. There's too much stuff to it watch. Is. Too many good things. Like, I haven't even seen the Spider-Man movie yet, and now I'm probably too late to go to the theater and see it. Which one? The Far From Home, the new one. Was there other TV shows and movie stuff I wanted to catch up on? They've announced that the, this prequel to Game of Thrones is going to be out in like spring of 2020. Oh, that's sooner than I thought it would be. Me too. Uh... Oh, I've got some bad news. I got some really bad news. Um, when I heard about Krypton, I was like, "What? A show about Superman that doesn't have Superman in it, and it's like his granddad." I was like, "That's not going to be any good." 
And so I didn't watch season one. And then when season two come out, they were like, Lobo's going to be on there. I was like, oh, a piece of candy. <laughs> so I watched. I started at season two and watched all of season two. And I was like, dude, this, this is a good show. I'm going to go back and watch season one. And I watched it all the way to the end of season two. The finale was awesome. They set it up great for season three. They announced uh, a Lobo spinoff. I'm like, this is going somewhere good. And then they canceled the show and the spinoff. It's never happened. Nothing's ever happening That's again. Right. I, was just looking for a I was like, dude, what the crazy? It was like uh, Sci-Fi's number one show. I don't know what happened. Maybe Netflix or Amazon will pick it up. Or the DC. I kind of doubt oh, it. DC, 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 DC might pick yeah. I mean, that would be nice. Um, I kind of got the feeling in watching it, and this is just pure speculation on my part. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, and I'm not, like, dissing on sci-fi. It's one of my favorite channels, in fact. On all my, you know, you hit the up arrow button. Y'all taught me that trick. And it on the D, uh, DirecTV remote, and it shows your favorite channels. You know, I got the sci-fi programmed in on all my, you know, genies to where it, uh, on all my receivers to where the sci-fi channel's on there. Uh, but... It doesn't seem like Sci-Fi has the kind of money that it probably took to make this show. Because, I mean, it, dude, I mean, it has, like, great CGI. They had uh, Doomsday on there as, like, this giant puppet thing that they made. And, uh, like, Brainiac looks all wicked. And, like, everything looks... It looks expensive. It may not have been, but that it may have been a financial issue. You know, maybe. Maybe Sci-Fi's like, man, we, we can't keep making this show. It's too expensive. <laughs> Which has happened before. Not necessarily with sci-fi, but, you know, they've canceled shows because they were too expensive to make. Um, but I don't know, man. It's weird for that to be their number one show. And then, because I just read that not that long ago. And I was excited about watching season one. I was excited about, you know, season three and the Lobo thing coming out. I'm, I see that on there and I'm like, dude, what the crap? I wasn't expecting that. But I do recommend everybody still go watch season two of Krypton. All right, well, can we talk about Swamp Thing? Uh, Anthony, you haven't watched it? Oh. You've seen all of it? Yes, I finally finished 9 and 10 last week. Next week, you've got a week to watch it. you got a week to watch it. Because it this is a, a, the second spoiler alert for next week where we'll be spoiling Stranger Things and Swamp Thing. We'll do the spoiler stuff at the end so that y'all can still listen to the episode and then just tune out before we start spoiling stuff. We'll get, and we give fair warning. We don't just boogity 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 out out there. Just blurred it all. Out. Unless it's the Russians. Funniest part of the movie ever. Boogie 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 boogie. Boogie boogie boogie. All right, somebody call in. And tell us what that movie is off of. That movie is. And how can they call in and mark? Shoot, I don't remember the number. I don't know. I don't know. I do. I don't even know how to podcast. We haven't done. We haven't done a show in like a month. I don't. I don't even know what I'm doing. Do you have it saved in your phone? Call the. I do, but it's calling it. Call it and put it up to the microphone so they can hear it. I thought I had it set to go like straight to it, but I guess it has to ring a couple of times. It might even be kind of weird if somebody answered. Hello? <laughs> Who is this? This is a secret number. 
real pop culture voicemail line at the beat. Leave us a message. Try to keep it PG-13. All messages are subject to editing and approval. Thank you. Okay, it didn't do what we wanted it to do because it was supposed to give you the number. Why would it give you the number? I just want to see what the message said because I don't remember recording it. Uh, but the number is 662-305-9783. Call that number and leave us a message. Nobody's Tell us what movie it. that was off of. Nobody's called us in a long time. Hey, and you can do your list, your Halloween, your Halloween or horror movie list. You don't have to do it by email. I mean, you can if you want to. It's popculture for the number 4 real at gmail.com, or you could call it and give it to us verbally. Uh, what else we got? We're going to take a break and then come back and talk about the beer stuff? Yes. And then me and you, me and you have that secret thing we're going to do that we're not telling everybody yet. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call The List. You just made The List! Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app, search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to AdvertiseCast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popculture4real, that's the number 4real, at gmail.com. I think you were actually surprised when you started talking. Oh, yeah, I turned that fan off, but that AC is staying on. Well, you apologize. I always apologize for the AC in the background. I don't like a lot of background noise in my podcasts, but dude, even with the air AC on, I'm 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 getting pretty damp. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to glisten. Yeah, yeah. Glow to you. And uh, I've sweated my ass off today playing disc golf. That's what I was supposed to talk about. I think you were surprised whenever you you start talking about playing disc golf. You're surprised that I'm an old disc golf veteran. I thought you were gonna make fun of me. No, because uh, I, I, I'll tell everybody else, like I told you, um, when I was going to college, the we were broke, and we had these long gaps between classes, and it was cheap. You paid a dollar to go play disc golf that was close to the college, and uh, that's what we would do every day. We would go pay our dollar and get a disc and go play. But I did kind of make fun of you. Because I was like, please tell me you're not one of those guys with like a duffel bag full of discs. Because all you need is one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. Like I've played only a, a handful of times. But uh, but apparently there's a difference. I don't know. You play No, I get the idea. I get the difference. I get the size and the weight and all that. I understand the, the idea. Concept. But you are just throwing, you're throwing essentially a, a Frisbee at a basket. Right. I mean, exactly. it, it's not that much science involved. And I... I did a hole-in-one at one point. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that was 100% skill. It's actually probably more like 100% luck, yeah. but it did happen. And, 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 and pool, I did okay with one disc. In pool playing, we called that shit on the stick. 
That's what yeah. we call that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, I uh, I went and bought some from Academy just to have some, and I lost one. And then, of course, I done a little googling because I wanted to replace the one I lost. Uh, and I found the place in uh, Chupelo, and I went up there, and they uh, they hooked me up. I'm gonna give them a little shout out on here. Yeah, give them a plug, man. Uh, Starpar Disc, uh, there in the Titan, Titan Storage Building, right past Blue Canoe. Uh, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. The guy, uh, Colin Ferguson, hooked me up, helped me out with some stuff, told me some tips, and showed me how to work on my game. And told him I was new, and he said uh, he helped me out and said made a lot of suggestions for me. So that's cool. cool. I just want to give him a shout out on here. Um, and I'm going to start playing with y'all. I'm excited about it. There's no way I'm doing it this time of year. You're going to give me about a I, month. I about and, a month from now, and, I'll be out there with you. And uh, Lars the same way. And Lars like, yeah, I'll play with you when it's cooler. And I thought she was just BSing me because you know she just you know because she one month down the road before she it's fun, play. dude. She I mean, play. it's but it it's like that, one of, to me. It's one of those things like bowling or shooting pool. It's something that I'm not just great at, but it, you don't have to be good at it to enjoy it. And this, you know what I mean? This is me. I mean, it kind of sucks if you're chasing I'm your a, disc around all day. I but. need to exercise. I need to, but I'm not going to go walk around the track. I'm not going to go to a gym and lift weights. I've got to do something that's exercise, that's fitness, yeah. but it has to be in another form. It can't be. It's definitely physical because you're in the woods, essentially. I walked five miles I today. I haven't been on your trail yet, but uh, yeah. I mean, ours was out in the woods, yeah. and you're going up and down I hills. I walked and five miles today. And if you, God forbid, you toss mm-hmm. your frisbee off in the woods, and you got to go find it. Oops. I use the F word, frisbee. Uh, they hate I, it when you do that. I got up this morning and went and played disc golf. With You're laughing because you know I'm right. I went and played disc golf. I got corrected already. Oh, like, yeah. If you quick, call it a frisbee, you know what it's the equivalent quick of? Quick damning in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you know what it's the equivalent of? Go to a tattoo shop and call the thing they do tattoos with a tattoo gun. A tattoo gun. It's so a tattoo, tattoo machine. machine. Yeah. You can't call so, it a gun. That pisses uh, them off. I got up and me, Chip, and Chip's son, Seth, played. we played a, a full round. And then me... Went home, dropped his son off, drank a beer, and... What kind of beer? I drank a yingling, and then we went back and played another round. Wow. So, I, you know, it's... So, two, how many holes is the Amory course? 18. Whoa, it's, it's 18. 18. Jesus Christ, I don't, I don't wonder you got five miles in. Yeah, 2.3 miles, I So, think you're not doing the same nine twice. No, it's, it's full, full 18. Wow. Like, I didn't know there was... It's fun. So, it's, you've got a back nine. You got a back nine. And that's where I start to suck because the back nines are just in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I know about where it's at because I know there's a couple of them over there by the. Uh, you know where the celebration station is? Hills. Yeah, you start at the celebration station. Yeah. No. Uh, you yeah, know where the big curve? You know the, where the big what? walking track is now? The new walking track? Oh, no, it's not a walking track. It's a. Uh, what would you call that? A nature trail. trail. The nature trail, yeah. Right across from the ball field? Yes. Right yeah. there. Right that's near, that, that, across that the street celebration station. That's where the course starts. That's where Hole One's at. Oh, you could just set the park. Yeah. I know where the park is. Well, there's like nine parks in Amory. Yeah. Like no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I'm all I'm all official now. I'm all, I'm a hook basically. I'm gonna say that. It's I've, easy to get. Hooked it's, on. it's just easy. And I already downloaded an app and all that kind of stuff. You gotta keep score. <laughs> well, they. I remember when I was when I first started about playing. Uh, they actually had you know physical court, physical cards with a, with a pencil. But uh, I didn't know where to get disc. I didn't have anybody to play with or anything. But when we went back out there, they, when I first started playing, they didn't have that. And Chip said, I got an app on my phone. So Chip said, okay. And he started. Is that called a notepad? 
<laughs> I do everything on my phone. I calculate my water recipes and convert grams to ounces on my phone. I mean, I don't need Make sure you specify to everybody why you have water recipes. We make our own beer, by we the way. We make our own beer. <laughs> yeah. It's important to know your water situation. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You got another water. Can't be using tap water or anything. Let's don't go there. <laughs> You gonna put beer in this? <laughs> well, are we gonna talk about beer? We might as well. Do you have anything to talk about? I mean, I'm drinking on it. We might as well. I'm drinking on. So explain to them what the Wicked Step Brother is, and what it's. Well, it's, a baby shark? it's not a baby shark. No, I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> I made a Imperial IPA. And uh. Imperial. Yeah, that means it's got a lot that, of. That that sounds very. Official mm-hmm. slash Star Warsy. Regal. What's the uh, those Imperial class ships? What Star Wars Star, called? Star Cruisers. I don't know. No. They uh, use the word Imperial a lot in yeah. Star Wars. I don't know what the de- I don't know what. The, huh? I mean, they do. What? Yes, they do. I know Imperial means just a basically it's just a bigger it's more alcohol, but I don't know what the. Regular and imperial. I don't know the. I don't know the uh, the transition point from that part. Because you got session, normal, imperial. Well, didn't imperial go by at, at the time the imperial measurement scale? No, imperial is just alcohol content. Let's let's do a Google it. Yeah, let me do some topping over here. First of all, I want to look up. The definition of the word imperial. It is related to an empire. Relating to or denoting the system of non-metric weights and measures formerly used for all measures in the UK and still used for some. It's also a small pointy beard growing below the upper lip. (laughs) It's so... I don't know why that's funny. Just, let's, let's just think about this for a second. Isn't that what we call a soul patch? Okay, okay, the lower lip. That's what's throwing me off. It's a soul patch. How can you grow below your upper lip? That's, that's, called, a, that's lip. called a tooth. Yeah, you can't grow a beard on your teeth. That's just oh, weird. I've seen some people. Oh, dude. All right, so that's what the word imperial means. Now let's go uh, imperial, imperial beer. Beer, yeah. Of course there's they do. There you go, right there. Well, there's one called Imperial. Get drop down. What does Imperial beer mean? The term Imperial was used in the 1800s for beer, usually a stout, that was brewed in England and then shipped to Russia, specifically okay. the Imperial Court of Russia. The hops and malts used during the brewing are doubled, even tripled, and the resulting beer can pack quite an alcoholic punch, raising from 8% to 12% ABV. I'm wanting the 12%. What about you? Probably not. Probably. You would taste the alcohol in a beer if it was 12%. Well, ours might not be an imperial then. But uh, it's just a higher than normal. All right, we'll click on what is an imperial IPA because that's what we're discussing anyway. Now, to understand an imperial IPA, beeradvocate.com says taking an Indian Pale L and feed it steroids. The imperial usage comes from the Russian imperial stout, a style of strong stout formerly brewed in England for the Russian imperial court of late 1700s, though double IPA is often the preferred name. Okay, that's what so we're using. It's just a badass IPA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Double, yeah, double IPA. It's got. S- I want to try some. Well, we made it. I know, but yeah. I won't. It's got just drink un- it. just under seven. So seven. It's like six eight. It's not too harsh. Yeah, too aggressive. That's a lot more harsher than store bought. No, yeah. It ain't no uh, Budweiser. Yeah, and it by probably about ninety ibus, ibus. I be used. But anyway, that to like a, uh, the IBUs of a standard IPA, which is, I think is I think the norm is like sixty to seventy five. I bet the Hopsecutioner's up there. It's like one twenty, one hundred. Okay. But this is what we're making is a Hopsecutioner clone. More or less. More or less. Uh, but I I took made that beer and I just uh, I just done a second runnings on that that same grain bill that same grain and um, got a smaller beer after that. They got a, a 3% beer from that and I used some leftover hops to bitter it. Something real crushable. Oh, big time. Oh, it's you, good. You, oh, it's really good. Really, really good. But 3% alcohol, just to give you a reference, I mean, this, I'm holding an ultra. That's probably even more than that. 4.5. This is a 4.5%. 4.2, I think. I thought it was 5.5. I'm going to say 4.2. Does it say on the can? Used to, but he don't even Let me see. Are they scared? Well, here, I've got the Google machine. But you have to say uh, 4.2. Mississippi. 4.2. 4.2? No, Michelob Ultra is Michelob Ultra. They don't make it specific for each state. Not anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Because didn't every state lift that ban on the percentage? They I'm all have now. I'm sure Mississippi was one of the last ones, if not the last one, holding out. Oh, yeah. But used to, it was illegal to have a certain alcohol percent beer in the state which is stupid because right next door you can go get a bottle of Jägermeister <laughs> I, mean, what the I didn't understand it uh, uh, at the, in Alabama you still can't buy a 16 ounce uh, a, you still can't buy a quarter beer like a, a big 24 ounce and now I don't think they have I'm, they might have but the last I heard they haven't changed it because the whole raise the pint thing started well that was free the hops over there and they got their alcohol content raised they just didn't yeah. get that Kind of, now kind of, there's not a limit, is there? Still, no, there's a limit. I think it's like 12 or 13. But it's still, still it's, not going to be as alcohol as a liquor, which is legal. I don't know. they got to put a limit in. It might be 10. It might even be 10 here. That's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. But there's not many beers over What's the, What's the alcohol percentage in vodka? Oh, 42. Yeah. <laughs> it's 42. Unless but we get, can't go 10 Unless you get the red label, Taka. Yeah, and then that's 50. I just had like a, a college flash. You up in your mouth, didn't you? Uh, you get some wild turkey, 151. <laughs> that's McCarty that does 151. Um, yeah, I heard a guy say once that he was a part of one of those organizations you spoke of, British Pints or Free the Hops, one of those. And he was telling me about the first time this went to like, you know, legislation. They were trying to get it raised, and when it came when it came up in the their little C-SPAN meeting, <laughs> one of the officials—I don't know if it was a senator or a lieutenant governor or a congressman or what—but the statement was made like, "Oh yeah, that's really what we need: more alcohol in the beer." Like basically saying, "Like we really need people to get drunker than they already are." I actually listened to the argument. He goes, uh, "How can I go to my church on a Sunday and say I, I argued for beer?" To have more alcohol, we can just get drunk quicker. That, that's actually literally what he said. Well, and again, but you can walk right next door because mm. almost every beer store has a liquor store next right. to it, and you can get a bottle of Jack Daniels 
Okay. And or you could just drink more beer. And well, look, I'll also tell you like this: it wasn't the fact that it was the more alcohol in beer by getting drunk quicker. It was you had to buy more beer to get drunker, so your ABC distribution. ABV was giving him kickbacks. Yeah, they were making a lot more money because they were selling twice the amount of beer. Because you have to drink more to get drunk. That's, yeah. that's the difference between a, a light beer or a. Uh, that is true. I mean, I do get. And that was the whole. I do get tipsy way faster drinking craft beer oh, than I absolutely. do this stuff. But you cannot drink a twelve pack of, of hell no Guinness. I couldn't even drink a twelve pack of like Sam Adams. No, you can't. I mean, do I could, that. but I'd be, I would be doing wrong. But, and people say that was the entire. And I have a pretty high tolerance. And people, uh, cap. and people think I can't pay ten dollars for a six pack. Well, so, well, that's all you're going to buy is a six pack. Right, that's all you need. That's all you're going to buy. So, but they want you to buy two. Two 12 packs, or a case, or two cases. They want but you to buy that beer. All the light beers, and I'm not talking crap because I'm sitting here drinking an Ultra right now, but then again, I'll be drinking like something awesome here in a minute. But people still want to toss back a bunch of beers, you know, like on a hot day, like you're out skiing. Oh, or yeah. Fishing I'm or, not going to. You know, you don't want a cooler full of like IPAs. I'm not going to go. Out on the boat if we them. go fishing on a boat, I'm not going to bring. Yeah. I'm going to be crushing like yinglings or, you know, I tell you, I know I've been drinking Red Stripe all day long. Have you? That's what I drink on the beach is Red Stripe. It just, I haven't had one of those in a that's while. That's what I crave. Oh. It's in only, the bottle? That's the only time I crave it. In the bottle? The bottle, can, it don't matter. I if never I, could drink Red Stripes. I can't drink one here in Tupelo or Amory, <laughs> but if I'm on the beach and it's hot, I'll drink a Red Stripe. When we, if I'm on the beach and we go out to eat, I'll just get something local. Yeah. But on the beach, Red Stripe's good. Or Fat Tire. I'll get a Fat Tire. But uh, I went to a homebrew club meeting with you. You sure did. I'm all official now. You paid your dues. I paid my dues. Yup. I had a good time. It, it was a good time, and, and everybody was uh, interactive, and we uh, talked about ideas moving forward, stuff like that. I mean, it's August, and we was discussing Christmas parties. It's always fun. Everybody, I like the Christmas parties. Everybody awesome. wants to have a big end-of-year hoopla and yeah. uh, our, our whatever you want to call it. And I think that would be good. Uh, and I've always been interested in some kind of a, uh, inner challenges amongst us. And uh, I think uh, Chris had said something about going forward, we'll have that end of year thing as a big barley wine competition, which yeah. would be awesome. And uh, Is it safe to say, and I can edit this out, that we'll be have more information possibly in the future about said competitions oh absolutely i'm, I'm just gonna you know we're like, like i said we're in the uh the fledgling years of the club oh yeah <laughs> yeah fledgling months we're not even years fledgling months yeah there's only been like five meetings right <laughs> uh well we started in january and it's august oh, okay <laughs> i've just missed a bunch of meetings you you tend to like bow out of the meetings if you don't have somebody to drive you it seems that way, but it's that's not. Uh, there's it's not every exactly meeting I've missed. There's been like yeah, underlying legit reasons. reasons. Yeah, but it is. Didn't have somebody to drive. <laughs> that's a legit reason. Dude, I, I, I drove home from the Memphis gig. I want to. I want to. I had to pull the trailer. I want to drink at the. I don't mind staying meeting. sober. Yeah. I mean, I don't prefer it, <laughs> but it, it's not. It doesn't it ain't make me cry. I, I just cry. wait till I get home to drink. I cry every Damn, time I, I have. Got to my own, I got my own bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, uh, one of the members uh, got five kits together with them, matching up with a, a experimental hops we're gonna do. Oh, so you're go? You're just gonna tell everybody? Well, like we're you just told gonna me do, not to. Well, well, I didn't, you know. 
Mr. Okay, Cat out not of the bag. To. I just said, you know, I was just going to say we're going to do this. Oh, you don't want to give out the details. Yeah, we're just going to brew an experimental hop that not many people's used. That's going to be cool. I'm excited about that. It's Me a, too. I'm a win-win situation, huh? Is it going to give us superpowers? Probably. Brewing beer is my superpower. <laughs> There's t-shirts that say that. I'm going to need one of those immediately. <laughs> it's... Uh, so that yeah, five. Oh, the ghost pepper beer killed at oh, that yeah. party. They loved it. Yeah, it was great. Nobody had anything bad to say about it. Mm. And uh, and Ed totally drank, killed. And Ed drank a whole one. He drank. Yeah, he didn't. Split I'm his. super proud of that because I did it all by myself. <laughs> he didn't split that with nobody. No safety net. I mean, everybody was pouring like you know a good third of the bottle and passing it on to somebody else. A third of the bottle, a third of the bottle. Yeah. He, he was like, yeah, I like spicy. <laughs> He drank the whole 12 ounce bottle of beer. And the thing I like about it is I let enough people try it to where you range from people that are really into spicy to people that aren't really, and they all like it. It was good. I Which mean, is it also a proof that it's not too spicy, but it's spicy enough for the people like me who like it a little uh, heavy I, on the spice. I think the only thing I disagree with, I would never drink it as drinking a beer. I would use it in uh, as a cooking element. I would use it that way. I mean, I like to drink it, but... To your point, I wouldn't sit down and drink a six-pack of it. Yeah, I would. Uh, that wouldn't be like the beer I'm drinking tonight. Like a, it could, would just be one of the beers I'm I drinking I could pour, tonight. you know, half of one into something I'm cooking. One, a, one is, one's good. A, dad, and, a little dab will do you. And knock a little, knock a little cup Or if, like, if we got one in the refrigerator and we split one. That's yeah, perfect for me. Yeah. Or I split one with a, a little sauce I'm making. <laughs> with some chili. Yeah. I just so, wouldn't... I mean, I get what you're saying. It would yeah. be good for that. I mean, why pour, I just don't. I just don't want to waste it. Uh, every time I'm, I, every time I'm cooking, if I'm drinking a beer and I'm cooking, it's gonna get splashed in there, most of the time. And if I'm drinking a <laughs> ghost pepper corn, beer, like cornflakes. Hey, I got a beer. <laughs> splash a little in there. But uh, milk stout for that. Oh man, that's actually. <laughs> Isn't it funny the way I look at each other? Yeah, I would do that. What's up pouring beer and cereal, yeah. people? There's something wrong. Give me a double. I mean, I want to make a double chocolate stout. That's one of the things on the list for this winter. Is a double chocolate. Something yeah, good. ice cream with it. And make a scoop of ice cream off it. Homemade there. ice cream. Yeah, I got a, I got a pretty good ice cream recipe, too. So. Yeah, I got my dad's peanut butter ice cream recipe. <laughs> yeah, my dad's peanut butter ice cream is so good that he gets mad when people ask for it because he wants to try other stuff. Uh, but they is, always want him to do the peanut butter because it's so good. It is good. Uh, this like, I, used to, I want to try this. I want to try this with the fruit. They're like, no, I'll do the peanut butter. <laughs> I used to, uh, and I, 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 I probably would like it, but I, I just, I'm so addicted to vanilla homemade ice cream. Yeah, that's good. And I've never ate, I never like vanilla. Like if you, like usually before I quit smoking, I never ate vanilla ice cream. See, my mom and dad, they do banana. That's like their banana Ooh, thing. that sounds good. Their yeah, thing is homemade banana ice cream. We we'll do some trading. Yeah. I'll make some peanut butter. Hey, peanut butter. Peanut butter banana. Peanut oh butter my god. Banana. Wow. <laughs> they never... It's like a protein smoothie. That's like an Elvis <laughs> special. That's an Elvis special right there. So we got a fright. <laughs> I don't know. They they every time they talk about that on on TV shows or whatever, they always get it wrong about a fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Oh yeah, how so? They don't mash it. They just show sliced up bananas on a Yeah, he would butter. mix it together in like mix, a paste. Yeah, That's you, the best way to do it. That's Absolutely. the only way to do mix it. Your bananas up in your <laughs> the only way to do Whoa. it, dude. Yeah. Not in my town. Yeah. You mash your shit together, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm craving a peanut butter banana sandwich right Me too. now. I'm about to go by Walmart. Yeah. Do some chunky peanut butter, mm -hmm. some bananas. Woo. 
Hey, you know what? I bought a huge tub. Like, when I buy peanut butter, I buy it in bulk because, well, I like peanut butter. Yeah. But, uh... I thought of this the other day. I bought I bought a big a big thing of it to keep in my desk at work, and I was like, you know what? Crunchy peanut butter should cost less than creamy, because they didn't finish the job on the crunchy. They did the same thing. They just stopped halfway through. I should pay half the price. It's like when you order sushi, it shouldn't cost as much because you don't cook it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a smooth, you're doing less work. I'm a smooth peanut butter guy. Y'all crunchies? I like crunchy butter. I like both. I don't cry over creamy, but yeah. I know most people prefer. But that. I'm going to grab smoothies right off the bat. I eat crunchy. I like crunchy, but I, uh, I've even I've even bought the extra crunchy. It's basically just like, peanuts. I like yeah. a, extra, it's basically peanuts. I like extra crunchy better than I do regular crunchy because it's just a lot of crunch. It's just like I don't like pulp orange juice, but I like. Oh milk. God, no! But it's got I fingernails in it. But pulp juice. I like I more pulp. It. When I buy orange juice, I get more. You're, pulp. you're like you're the mind of like if I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go all. You're in. not. You're drink, an all in guy. You're not drinking my orange juice through a straw. It's gonna clog up. <laughs> you're gonna eat it. It's gonna clog up. Get a spoon get out. A spoon. Get a spoon out. Why don't you just eat an orange? <laughs> it's like eating an orange. The more I know. Have you ever had the saying. more pulp? I think so. Yeah. The more pulp's good. It's, it's disgusting. better than the pulp's. Like, ooh, what's in my what's that in my orange juice? It's just <laughs> not. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, there's something clunk, clunky it's in my orange juice. It's, it's like fingernails. But, uh, more pulp is more like eating an orange. But yeah, I like I like pulpy orange juice. I don't drink a lot of orange juice because it gives me heartburn. Whew, I can don't. It makes me sick. Man. Oh my god. I drink gosh. cranberry juice. You put it in the refrigerator and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I've never been an OJ guy. I think it's from all the years that I've made screwdrivers. I cannot drink orange juice. It's I put it, like I'll get up in the morning when we have orange juice in the refrigerator. And I look, and if it's if it's a full jug, I'll just get me a glass and drink it before I go to work. But if it's like half, I just bring the jug with me while I drive to work because <laughs> it's gone. You don't see anything. Yeah, because <laughs> your your family would probably be less pissed if you took the jug than if you put it back with this much <laughs> yeah, in it. Because, what the hell? Because orange juice, <laughs> for glass. Yeah, orange juice is like drinking you It's only one swallow. I don't care how big the container is. <laughs> when I was a kid, I drank so much apple juice that I think I OD'd on it, and I don't like apple juice anymore very much. The apple juice just makes me more thirsty. There's a there's an apple juice that comes in a glass bottle, and it's like a little bong-looking thing. That's the best <laughs> apple juice I've ever drank. But I like apple juice, too. I just like fruit juice. I like grape juice. I like cranberry juice. That's the, if you really looked up the calories in that though, it's crazy. Cranberry? Oh yeah. Well, no, and all juice. Oh, juice. It's all sugar. Yeah. Uh, cranberry juice. That stuff is horrible. That's my one of my guilty pleasures as far as mixed drinks is cranberry and vodka. Yeah. It's like the girliest drink ever, but it's they, not really. I know a lot of dudes that drink cranberry and vodka. All the bodybuilders even. Do they watch uh, Lucifer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's on you, Kelly. I haven't, I haven't watched a single episode. Hey, I like that show. Watched two episodes. I challenge you to watch two episodes. But you need to watch season two. You don't need to watch I could tell by looking at the previews and stuff. I was like, this is sitting for me. It's. Uh, I'm sure there's an audience there. It's, yeah. Watch, it's just, I'm not one of them. Watch a couple episodes. You'll no, understand okay. exactly what I'm doing. I'm moving on to Altered Carbon next is my next. Okay. It's, yes, a, it's in my crosshairs that. right now. Yeah. I'm Dad, stalking you it. watch Black Mirror. I don't know. I think yeah, I'd probably like it. I watch Mindhunter because I like. I need to watch, I like true crime. Movie. I like true crime stuff, so I watch Mindhunter. Wu Assassin was good. I mean, I'm like five episodes in on on that, and I'm like four episodes in on Mindhunter. How did we go from orange juice to 
Back to TV shows. That's how we roll. Did you got to drink and talk about juice? Why did I start talking about juice? Uh, I don't know. Because sugar content? Yes. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. We was talking about peanut butter, and we are talking about consistency of peanut butter. Oh, with sorry, yeah, that's right. So the yeah. comp- I we, walked out here earlier with so a... So we juxtaposed between peanut butter uh, and orange juice. Is. Podcast over. <laughs> Call it a day. Hit the music. I used no, it. he didn't say the entire word. I, I used it right. Yeah. I actually like using that word wrong. It's That's funnier. the juxtaposition between orange juice and peanut butter. <laughs> now it's over. <laughs> that would be gross. <laughs> that would be gross. What are you doing with your peanut butter? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> you better not use extra crunchy anymore. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, it's getting hot in here. we got to turn this fan back on. Do y'all have anything else to say about orange juice or altered carbon? <laughs> Or any of the other gambit running stuff? Uh, I think we're done. No more beer talk? No, I got a keg to IPA. Uh, I've dropped the bottle on that. But, yeah, man, you need to hurry up. But it's, hey. It's I'm ready to drink that bad boy. It's aging as we speak. So it's just gonna, it ain't going to age long. It's, uh, that's why it's just better off staying where it's at. <laughs> it, but, uh, yeah, I'll get it kegged up. Uh when are we drinking the barley wine? Wednesday or Thursday. I said October, so I'm, I'm going to call it October. We want it, we don't want it warm, so when it cools off, um, when it walk outside. Did you make bottles of it too? No, there's no bottles. I wanted. I was hoping we would have the money to get a beer gun by the end. Where a we beer could buy, gun? Yeah. That sounds awesome. It does. As soon as it cools off. Okay. So, as soon as it cools off enough. When you walk outside and it smells like football. Football season just that's, started? That's when we'll drink it. All right. That's cool. All right, we're going to uh, jump off here for a minute. We're at an hour now. Yeah. It's going to be a long podcast, but I'm good with that. I ain't scared. When I change sign. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh, yeah. They do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. All right, so we did not finish the podcast Sunday. In fact, as we speak, it is Wednesday, August 21st. 21st? 21st. It's August the 21st, 2019. And Germ's here. Hey. Helping me close this thing out. And, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, uh, more things developed between Sunday and Wednesday to, to talk about than I had to talk about Sunday. So our outro is going to be more like an intro in that we got, like, a lot of announcements to make. First and foremost, I have to apologize. I said in the early part of this episode that I hadn't done a podcast in so long that I forgot how to podcast. 
Well, that's obviously true because uh, my microphone was way too loud. Which volume-wise, that's not a problem. You can just back the volume down because we do multi-track recording. Each person has their own track. I can turn you up and down. Um, I can make stuff louder and quieter. But in the, like the recording industry, they call it overblown audio. When when you record it too loud, it's gonna sound all peaky and distorted yeah. and breathy. Right. Like you can hear every breath I make when I'm talking because it's in that frequency. It's 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 called overblown audio because it you know it kind of is. And you can make it sound a little better, but you can't pull the eggs out of the cake once you bake it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's that's done. A, that's a pretty good metaphor. It's there. it's done. It's just done. There's nothing you can do. You'll have to yeah, and you'll have to get right up on that one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the first big thing that we probably need to talk about is what broke the internet today was the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, that came out yesterday. Uh, and today, the masses have spoken. Um, I even saw something earlier where Tom Holland stopped following like, Sony. Yeah, like unfriended. Yeah, he like stopped following sony on instagram and i was like yeah i can imagine why dude man spider-man is like marvel's the just marvel in general like he's their money guy yeah you know like he's their batman but like, he seems to be batman so is money to dc and and spider-man's money to marvel but, but man, it just can't get it together. He seems to be so cursed. It's, yeah, like, it's not his fault. Like right, it's not just like the Batman and Superman. Yeah, I know. You know, it's crazy that the biggest stars, you know, like from the comics, the ones that have the most screen time, the most TV shows, you know, the most iconic characters are the ones that they're having the most trouble with. You know, in different ways, perhaps. But uh, is it, well, it's actually just a. A legal thing with Spider-Man. Yeah. What, now, what other character is it? Deadpool. That's kind of the same deal, or was? Deadpool is. I thought he was by way of Sony as well. Is he Sony or Universal? He's, he may be Sony too. I'm I thought sure. they said in that Once Upon a Deadpool, that was one of the little dude's rips against him because he said it was like Marvel by way of Sony. Yeah, something or like something that. to that effect. Yeah. I may be misquoting it. You know what? I don't understand that at all. Anyway, because. Like, in the comic books, Spider-Man is owned by who? Marvel. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's no Sony comic book. I mean, why does Sony think they have to have Spider-Man? Well, it's sort of like the same way with WB and Batman. I don't know how... It seems like there's a smoother situation there. Maybe even... I, I don't know. DC might even own WB at this point or... Who knows? But Disney probably does. <laughs> Disney owns Batman too. That would be crazy. But you know, a lot all those uh, animated Batman films come out, and they've got like the WB yeah, at the intro, Warner like Bugs Bunny yeah. and shit. So they've got kind of a similar thing going, I guess. Yeah, the masses have really spoken out today. Though there's people talking about like boycotting Sony and everything until they just give up Spider Man. But, yeah, man, the Tobey Maguire stuff was good in its own right, but for some reason for me, as far as tone, it felt kind of more directed towards the kids. Yeah. Don't ask me why, just the, the tonality of it overall was more 
kid friendly. And then, uh, oh shoot, what's the next guy's name? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I thought his Spider Man was good because he was like really funny. Yeah. I don't know what the problem was there, but there was like some uh, jokes made around about that time when they, after Spider Man with the second one that he did, they decided to reboot the franchise and they were like, are they going to start rebooting franchises mid film? Like, are they going to start out <laughs> with a movie and then halfway through it's a reboot? Of the whole franchise. I saw a Twitter, <laughs> like uh, it's one of those Twitter memes on Facebook earlier. It, it was Uncle Ben, and it was like, "Can you please stop starting over? Because I'm tired of I'm tired dying." Of dying. <laughs> and oh, then no. Thomas and Martha Wayne retweeted underneath and goes, "Really, really, um, man? What would have been hilarious if Thomas and Martha Wayne were like, hold my beer? <laughs> we die every time Batman's mentioned, right? Because we, the, the." The they somehow think that we forget that that's how Batman happened is that his parents got shot. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as the Spider-Man thing goes, I really don't agree with Sony being so up in the air about it. I think they need to renegotiate and work out a deal and bring Spider-Man back home where he belongs in the Marvel Universe because this has probably been the most successful version of Spider-Man yet since everything that's been going on with Yeah, and he's baked into that Marvel universe that's just so ironclad right now. Right. I mean, Endgame is still making money. Yeah, like Tony Stark, spoiler alert, you know, passes from this life in the movie, but Iron, I mean... Uh, I like how you won't say dies. Right. <laughs> it's like it's still too soon. Yeah, it is. It is a me. little bit. But, uh... You know, Spider-Man from is, this life. Spider-Man is uh, supposed to carry that torch by the way that these movies have been going. Yeah, because he kind of took him under his wing. Yeah, and you haven't seen uh, Far From Home yet, so I'm not saying anything about that. That's right, I haven't. You, man, that's going to suck now. That's like listening to a new album from a band that already broke up. What's the, I mean, what's the, the next I'm movie? I'm still going to like it, but damn. Spider-Man Homeless, that's the next movie title. Oh. The Incredible Hulk. That's the other one I was thinking about. Yeah. You can't do a standalone Incredible Hulk movie. That's why they baked Planet Hulk into Thor Ragnarok. Now, who owns the Fantastic Four? Because they've tried, like, well, there's a 1980s version of it that didn't do good. Then there's the two other versions, which I didn't hate either of the two. Probably the last one was probably the best one of all of them that I've seen. I didn't hate the last one. I didn't hate it. It wasn't great, but it, it was didn't get it just didn't get the money because Fantastic Four is really not a, a mainstream style character that people keep up with a lot. But then again, they took a chance on Ant Man and Ant Man did really good. Dude, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. When it comes to comic books, you know, they've been around forever but yeah, they, they were like D they were like D list. Yeah. They weren't popular. You know, a lot of it has to do with, too, the fact that Marvel, more so than Sony, knows how to cast their characters. Yeah, maybe this is a power play. Maybe this is a money thing. Maybe, perhaps, Sony wants Disney to buy them. Maybe Sony's like, hey, you've bought everything else. Yeah. Go ahead and buy Microsoft and Sony while you're at it. Yeah, exactly. And throw in, I don't know. Apple and... Apple and McDonald's. Or China. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just the whole country of China. Just buy it. Oh, jeez. It's pretty crazy. He's got the nerd world upset for sure. 
I mean, it didn't really upset me, but it, it kind of irritated me because it's like... Because okay. we only got, what, like two standalone movies with him? Yeah. And of course, the from Civil War to the end of the Avengers stuff. And yeah. what else did he appear in? Is that it? That's it. So we got, like, way more Tony Stark and, and almost everybody else. Yeah. Hmm. And you're right. I, I, everybody, I mean... That Garfield guy was good. The Tobey Maguire person was fine. But, you know, the latest one, everybody really liked. Like, nobody argued about that. Well, you know, it, it's funny because... There weren't any, like, Holland haters. Well, I've heard people from, you know, Brooklyn talk about how Tom Holland, you know, who is British, nails a Brooklyn accent more so than any other Spider-Man ever has. And yeah. uh, that's just, that's good marketing, that's talent. I mean, when you got people noticing stuff like that, you're doing something right. Yeah. Another uh, big thing that I need to, uh, I need to talk about simply because it's been an update since this particular show started, this particular episode started. You know, I announced that they killed Krypton and they killed the Lobo show but then the next day uh, like Monday they printed a story saying that Lobo may not be dead after all but unfortunately Krypton is the the show on sci-fi yeah they killed it they canceled it oh man right after the end of the second season which was great it was amazing like you won they won me over and I was so skeptic of that I was like what a show about Superman's grandfather how do you introduce Lobo into the mix of things and then completely cancel it because in the comic book Lobo was one of my favorite Superman you know Crossovers, because Lobo had his own comic too, but he would appear in you know action comics and Superman comics and stuff like that. Yeah, and he had that whole Deadpool esque style uh, humor. He was literally he the was Deadpool so, of DC. He became that, yeah, um, and yeah, um, he was only in a handful of episodes in the season, but those were the best ones. Yeah. It made, it made the whole season good. They would be, they would be really, really, really stupid. Because, like, the guy that plays Lobo, he's so good. He crushes it. Like, dude, you can read the comic, and the dude is literally like the living version of what's on the pages. Yep, they talked about that. They said something to the effect of uh, that Lobo's character from the comics didn't fit in with the Krypton mythos very well. The the whole tone of it right but yet they made him do it anyway because they wanted him to be they wanted him to stand out like a sore thumb but in a good way but and it worked like I I could see what they're saying because the the whole Krypton thing is like really serious because like Zod uh, I didn't watch season one so I'm just kind of telling you what my perspective like Zod's come back from the uh, future to the past to save Krypton because you know that's always been Zod's mission yeah is to save Krypton. Well, in doing so, Superman would never happen. Yeah, obviously. exactly. And uh, Adam Strange is there to guide Seagull, 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 uh, through 
this whole situation of fixing what's about and also from the future you've got Brainiac and Doomsday oh and I think Adam Strange is from the future yeah because he's like Superman needs to happen yeah Superman has to happen he saves all these people and that's basically the thing and so the show's got a real serious tone and then here comes Lobo <laughs> just wrecks their serious tone yep completely completely, completely. So I'm excited to see that that's not uh, 100% dead in the water. Yeah. Another thing that um, blew my mind a little bit was because they've been back and forth in the media saying that, like somebody recently said that the Snyder Cut isn't even like complete enough to watch. I think Henry Cavill first yeah. said that Every scene was shot for the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Then somebody that did, that worked on the special effects team for the Snyder Cut of Justice League said uh, that, that every scene was there. It just needed more special effects. Like, it needed to be finished out. Right. When then, then if somebody else came in and said it's unwatchable because there's so many gaps. It's not, like, a put-together thing. With... Um, Jason Momoa tweeted that he watched the Snyder Cut. Yeah. That he's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that the other day. And I'm like, dude, we need that damn Snyder Cut. Because at this point, it doesn't even matter if it's bad, which it probably won't be. I mean, depending on your take on the Justice League. It won't be that hodgepodge kind of feel with the CGI mustache that everybody was pissed about. Uh, we know we would get to see the the black and white Superman suit and like a bunch of other cool things that were completely cut. Yeah, I just hope they CGI Steppenwolf better. <laughs> that was the only problem I had with that face. whole movie. His stupid face. Yeah. His stupid face. <laughs> I mean, that was literally the only problem I had with the whole movie. And it wasn't a big deal, but he just, he looked. Stupid. Yeah. Generic. I've seen better CGI in television shows like Krypton. Yeah. Krypton had great CGI. Maybe that's why they had to cancel it. They couldn't afford the bill. There was better CGI in the 1980s Incredible Hulk TV series. Whoa. Oh, the 80s? Yeah. There was no CGI. I mean, the transformation between the Hulk. Lou Ferrigno, man. Yeah, He's like all Bruce, man. No, I mean, like Bruce Banner. Uh, He's all man. Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno's transformation, the in-betweens. It wasn't CGI, but I mean, it was practical effects, though. But I mean, it was better effects than that was. Yeah. It, that would have just been called special effects. Yeah. They used to have to work for it, man. You remember watching that behind the scenes of Star Wars where there's only like a handful of stormtroopers? Yeah. So they projected it onto a piece of glass and painted in, hand-painted all the mm -hmm. other stormtroopers. Now they would just cut and paste. And then, you know, like... And that uh, shit looked good. It holds up. In the originals, you had like Jabba the Hutt, who was like literally people sitting there shaking his tail and working his mouth like puppeteers and stuff. You know, and Doomsday and Krypton was a puppet. Yeah. It was a big ass puppet. It looked good. Yeah. Looked better than the BV Superman. That was just stupid. The one in Krypton, 
It actually looked more like the comic book version. Well, because, like, in the comic book, Doomsday is not a dead Zod zombie. No. He's this whole different thing. Yeah. He was built to be a, like, a weapon of, like, a super soldier. And he basically became a weapon of mass destruction. Oh, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is there's news about the uh, an Ewan, Ian McGregor Obi-Wan I'm TV about, show I'm, on Disney+. Plus. I'm excited about that. There's so much they could do, man. Mm-hmm. Between the end of Star Wars Episode Three to A New Hope. Yeah. What, 30 years? Yeah, at least. I mean, because Luke was... Well, yeah, like when Ben came, found... I mean, uh, well, when no. Luke found old Ben... He Luke, was an old man. Yeah, but Luke, I don't think, but he was actually 19 or 20 at that point. Yeah, I think it said he was 19 in A New Hope. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, 19 years, basically, but there's a lot of stuff that could have happened during that time period. Like, I wanted to see... For sure. I wanted to see him watching over him, you know, and... And who says he, he stayed on right. Tatooine the whole time? He exactly. might have went for a little, you know, midnight run. He may have went looking for Yoda. He may have... Uh, and think of the people he could encounter, because... They they brought Darth Maul back at right. the end of Solo. Yeah. So they're saying that Darth Maul survived getting cut in half. Yeah. Which he did in Clone Wars and the comics yeah. and everything else. Like he wound up with like robot legs. Spider legs for a little while, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so if that's the case, he could encounter Darth Maul again. I mean, who's to say he Qu- didn't? Oh, please. Please bring Qui-Gon Jinn back in a Force Ghost to yes. guide him. Yes. That would be amazing. Dude. Um, you know, another thing that I, I I thought about on this was what if he went back to Mustafar to try to look for Anakin? To like he felt bad about it and everything and he went back to Mustafar and tried to actually save him because you know he had that conscience about it. It's so funny because, like, you know, that was kind of a dick move, cutting his legs off and leaving him there. And his arm, his legs, just gone. <laughs> Dude's got one good hand I left. I wore that little shit. <laughs> it was my brother. It's like, but it was kind of a dick move, so let me go see if I can find him. Yeah. That would actually be cool, though. But, the, okay, let's just think about all the, and we've pretty much named most of all of them, all the cool things from the prequels. Like, we all the time talk about the things that sucked about the prequels. But what are the things we liked? We loved Ian McGregor's uh, Obi-Wan. Yes. We loved... Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Jinn. Nobody had problems with that. We could have him as a Force Ghost. Everybody loves the shit out of Darth Maul. I know yes, I do. Yes, I do. I have do. spider legs in there, man. No, I don't care. Have old spider legs running because around. You got you. You cannot not have it because Obi Wan's the one who cut him in half, and he fell down. You know. Yeah. Into the terminal. He's got to be mad about that. Yeah. At least. And he finds him, out old Ben's still alive. At least have him. He was a piece of that action. Duel or something. And uh, you know, in the Clone Wars, it also they have like Darth Maul's brother. Yeah. That looks like him, except he's like. His black and yellow, so black and red. I can't remember where I read that at. I didn't never watch. I never watched the animated. I think it was no. It was a graphic. It was a graphic novel. I have I read, read some of the audio books and some of the. I've looked at of some of the Darth Maul and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I think it's something on YouTube that I was listening. There's so to much about that. though, and there's so much that's like been deemed 
canon and uncanon and it's hard to keep up with anymore. Yeah, because when Rogue One came out, they they said, okay, everything, nothing's canon. Right. They pulled from some of the stuff. Yeah. But they the said very that, end of the movie that, that nothing's be... that stuff going from. Did I say Rogue One? I meant Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. From when they when they did Force Awakens, they said, okay, starting now, everything is canon. The movies, the books, the comics, everything's canon. Yeah. But everything before that's not necessarily. Right. Except the movies. Yeah. And there was a lot of books and comics and coloring books and oh, everything. Action figures. I wish I still had my dark. So what mind. else do we like about the prequels? I mean, you could have Yoda. You could have Yoda in the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's alive and well. Well, I don't say well. He's getting pretty old, but yeah. Well, he was he's already still out old there, then. chilling out on Dagobah, but, cooking uh, snakes and shit. Let's say in the prequels, I liked. I did like the pod races. They could do some stuff with uh, the clones, you know? Because yeah. you got everybody's basically Boba Fett's dad. Yeah. Everybody is Jango Fett, including Boba Fett. Yeah. Think about that. I know. Every Stormtrooper and Boba Fett is all Jango Fett yep. clones. I wish they'd do a Boba Fett movie. Uh, well, there's a show coming out called The Mandalorian. Well, you know, there was stipulation that he survived the Sarlacc pit, too. Like, he stayed down there for a long time, and he didn't digest. He was basically trying to... <laughs> All that armor. He was basically trying to fix his jetpack. But, you know, when they did, like, the, I don't know, 25th anniversary re-release of Star Wars... And they added all that CGI shit that pissed all the fans off. Yeah. The only cool thing was they added like a, a little shop of horrors face yeah, to grab you in the in the star like then tentacles. Yeah, instead of the, well, that was the tentacle that grabbed you know grabbed Han Solo. And yeah, but there's like more flippy Lando. animated CGI tentacles, and there was like a mouth that kind right. of bit at you. Right. It actually looked like the um, the Demogorgon. A lot, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's like um, a Demogorgon inside the Sarlacc pit that would bite your face off. I wish they hadn't a CGI job of the hut though. You know that one part where Han Solo like steps on his tail walking over him when he's out there like. Yeah, that didn't look the, good. That was stupid. They should have left that out. Um, but there was okay. You had the originals, and then like they came out with this enhanced edition that that was cool. Yeah, that was the never before seen footage. Stuff. And then there was the one where they put all the CGI, or maybe there was three different versions of the tr- trilogy. One of them was good because it just made things look better. Yeah, yeah, it was. And there was one where they add all the added all the uh, on the unnecessary shit. Yeah, because like if you watch the original now with the way CGI has got, you can literally see like the strings flying the Millennium Falcon in the original. Oh, and uh, Luke's little hover yeah car. It, uh, they used like a mixture of Vaseline and something else to rub the wheels out. Yeah. And they called it like the fog or the glow. Yeah. They digitally removed that when they cleaned it up. Let me uh, just real quick. You know, there was characters in the original film that I really actually liked too. Like, I didn't really care. It's not that I didn't care for Anakin. I just didn't care for the storyline they did with him. I didn't care for the actor that played. Well, the actor wasn't that good either. But uh, Sebulba, the you know the Junker. Guy that um oh yeah he was he owned like Anakin an evil freaking uh, hummingbird yeah that I liked him because I liked how the Jedi mind tricks didn't work with him 
Because, you know, Qui-Gon was sitting there doing his Jedi mind tricks, and so Bubba looked at him and goes, what Jedi the hell are you doing? Tricks, don't worry with me. Well, evidently, my Google machine is broken. I was going to look up the Mandalorian. But I, I think it's about Boba Fett. I think it's a Boba Fett show. I'm going to look it up. While you're looking that up, um, and you told me about this, and then since then I've looked into it, they're relaunching the Matrix. There's going to be another Matrix movie. Yeah, yeah. A part Is this four. a reboot, a sequel, a continuation? Part four. Is it going to be Keanu Reeves? Yes. Keanu Reeves. So they're just picking up where they Keanu left off. Reeves. They're Bill and Ted in that Keanu bad boy. Reeves and the girl. Well, I can't remember what her name is. But, yeah, she, they both have signed her. She signed back on with it. I'm hoping they can get more. Uh, like More Hugo Fias. Weaving. <laughs> Hugo Weaving. Get him back in it again. That would be freaking awesome. Okay, let's see. And Josh Whedon, because why not? Now's the time, man. Right now, it, everything, all the nerd culture is so hot. All these shows, all these movies. Why not bring it back? Maybe they could do some redemption on The Matrix 3. Well, you know, like Keanu Reeves is like a busy dude now because he's doing John Wick, uh, Chapter 3. He's doing the new Bill and Ted movie. Um, Did you know he he has made like some kind of statement that he wants to be in the Marvel Universe? Yeah. As a something? Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, he was already in the DC universe. Constantine. Yep. Yep. Movie still holds up. I love Me that. and Sean watched I want it. Him to, I want him to do a part two, Constantine. He does, too. He wants a part two, Constantine. All right, let's see. Nostalgia's ruling the day right now, man. All right, Mandalorian is an upcoming American space opera streaming television series. Opera? What? Yeah. Space op. Space opera. Are we singing and shit in like a different oh language? Mirror <laughs> That's what it says. Uh, series scheduled to premiere on Disney Plus November 12, 2019. Set in the Star Wars universe, the series will take place a few years after the events of oh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, they're saying space opera instead of soap opera. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they're not singing in Hebrew. <laughs> But how great would that be? I don't know. I'd kind of like it in a weird way. All right. It says uh, uh, it happens a few years after Return of the Jedi and follows a lone Mandalorian gunfighter beyond the reaches of the New Republic. Hmm. Oh, wow. Guess who created that? Who? John Favreau. Okay. The guy who did the first Iron Man movie. Uh, happy in the Iron Man movies. Yeah. He's the one that created the Mandalorian uh, TV series. John Favreau wrote it. John Favreau's like a freaking nerd. I love him. It doesn't say who. Whoa, wait a minute. Dude, this Disney Plus thing is going to be a game changer. You know, I said on here in a previous episode, I was like, begun the streaming wars they have. Wait, I thought he died. Who? Carl Weathers? No. He's still alive? Yeah. He's one of the producers on it. 
Dude, he's still like arm wrestle high fiving people. He's one of the producers. Look, he's one of the producers on it. Yeah. That's he died nice. in Rocky too, but that wasn't real. Yes, it was. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Rocky three. That was Rocky four. Oh yeah. If he dies, like, he dies. Yeah. Have you seen the new one? Yeah. It's actually not bad. Creed two is amazing. Yeah. I like how they gave. What about this new Rambo movie? <laughs> I like your look of concern. Now I did You're like, like don't mess up my childhood. I did like Rambo, the the newest Rambo movie. It was just called John Rambo. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was just called Rambo. Well, I guess there's a special place in your heart for like guys that are old and still badass. When you're old yeah. and wish you were badass. Yeah. <laughs> It gives you hope. Yeah. I mean, Sylvester Stallone still does great work. I like all his movies, the Escape Room movies. Um, he really hasn't done a whole lot of movies that just weren't good. I know. Most of his movies and now are just so going straight much to DVD. Of the movie. Yeah. Like, he doesn't just star in it. Like, he usually does a lot of the writing I want to see producing. Escape, I want to see Escape Room 3 because I've seen 1 and 2. 2 had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. 3 has Batista in it. He's 70 what? Or just 70? I don't know. All of them. All the numbers. My internet's not working, so I'm not even going to get it. He's like that. Keanu Reeves. He's freaking immortal. Keanu Reeves doesn't look I mean, he, he looks his age, but he's still got abs. Oh, he's still got muscles and everything. <laughs> abs are muscles. <laughs> no, they're not. They're little nesting cots for your belly. He still does those like reverse sit-ups in the hayloft and punches horses and shit like he did in Rocky IV. <laughs> Pretty sure that was a he drags like on a his cow a little wagon up a mountain. I'm pretty sure that was like a cow quarter or something, not a horse. <laughs> no, you remember Rocky Four? He trained in like a barn. Yeah, but pretty sure he punched a horse at one point. You know he did, even if it was when the cameras weren't rolling. <laughs> he punched a horse. He punched a horse. But the horse wasn't mad about it. He's like, oh, shit, I just got pushed by Rocky. <laughs> right. I'm famous. Wait, is this Rocky or Rambo? Which movie am I in now? I'm confused. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I'm talking about the horse's point of view. There's a little gnat flying right here in my face, and he's getting on my nerves. Nat starts with a G. Check this out. Good Nat. Experts are set to reveal, and this is on Yahoo News, by the yeah. way. This isn't like with those supermarket... Yeah. Tabloid. Yeah. This isn't... The yeah. tab. It ain't the tab or the... Uh, Experts are set to reveal a plausible Loch Ness monster theory following a major investigation. I, still, I didn't know people were still holding out hope for that. I still think Loch Ness Monster exists. I think it's like literally one of the only existing uh, dinosaurs. Um, Have you seen an alligator lately? Well, they're not technically... They've been around since they're, they're not. They're, they're, they survive. Yeah, well, they're close, but they're not the same as they were. But, they are a dinosaur, but, though. Oh, uh, let me show you a video after we get done of, um, like, video footage of a megalodon. Hashtag alligators or dinosaurs. Hashtag Mandalorian. We got off topic for a minute. No, um, I mean, I know people still are holding out hope for Bigfoot. Even in this day and age with drones and satellites. Because they still have like Bigfoot TV shows. 
Dude, people quit worrying about Bigfoot. But I thought the people like just kind of gave up on the idea of the Loch Ness monster because like they've got so much no high tech equipment now they can like see everything in Loch Ness. You know that's what I don't understand. It's like people get like cool footage of Loch Ness monster above the water, but you we have the technology now. You can film underwater. Go to Loch Ness. Well, not only that, you got that digital imaging and like, uh, what's it called? Thermal imaging, any of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we they can the like map out mountain ranges under the ocean floor with right. satellites and shit. So, don't get me wrong. I would be like the number one. Like, I I would love for that to be real. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, that is awesome that that's real. But I didn't know that in like 2019 we were still holding out hope for it. Well, Everybody at this point is talking about storming, you know, Area 51. They were. So, they kind of died down quickly. Well, just because it's not supposed to happen until September. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, September's when it happens. Um, don't go do that. Like, well, they gave them plenty of time to move the aliens, like plenty yeah. of notice. Yeah, don't, don't go do like, that. It's not like, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it months from now. They still have the weapons and the technology. You will die. Don't do that. But while they're doing that, I'm pretty sure... Bigfoot is surfing on the back of Loch Ness Monster across Loch Ness. Could you just imagine that? It's just as time goes on and as more technology develops, it becomes less and less likely. Not impossible. Right. It's just people quit talking about it so much. Well, because we have so much more technology to... Because, like, look, 20 years ago, or definitely 30 years ago, you had to foot survey every square inch which was impossible to do in the specific in the specific in the north north pacific pacific northwest which is where bigfoot's supposed to be from it's impossible it's un unsurpassable terrain what's that movie that but you had to foot survey now you don't have to do that you can sit in an office and fly a drone across there what's that movie that we was talking about it was like thermal imaging it was based out of like louisiana or somewhere swampland or something it was like the legend of soggy bottom boys oh the legend of boggy creek yeah that that's supposedly happening like louisiana or something yeah but that movie was a what do they call them it's not a documentary not a mockumentary but a docudrama yeah like, it was, like, based on something that happened, but they... Have no real f- proof of it. Well, not that, but they, they dramatize a lot of the situations for film. Right. Well, yeah. That it was made, a docudrama. It was hard to watch. And it was, yeah. And it was successful, somehow. So they did a second one, Return to Buggy Creek. Never watched it. I couldn't get past the first one without laughing. Yeah. I don't know. It, it'd be awesome if they found something, but... It really would. I mean, because they do—they're still finding shit that yeah. we didn't know about. There's a lot of. You ever hear about the coelacanth? The hula what? The coelacanth. It's a this big prehistoric fish that they thought died with the dinosaurs, and somebody said they caught one in like the 1940s, and they're like, "Bullshit, that's extinct. That's been extinct for thousands of years." They're like, "No, dude, I caught one," I'll and they're like, "You're full of shit." Well, then somebody else caught one, and somebody else caught one. Now it's they're back on the chart. Like it's oh wow, so it's like a pre, thing. Prehistory is full circle. It made a comeback. Yeah, well, like the megalodon, I have to show you. And that Rocky, video. and Rambo. I see. Bringing it back there. full circle. Bringing it back. He just needed a minute. Yeah. Man, Rambo three was rough on him. <laughs> he needed a minute. No doubt. First bud. <laughs> 
First bud part thrice. First bud part thrice. That was hard on him, man. Right? And joints were getting inflamed. He needed a minute. How busy are you going to be this weekend? Oh, we need to talk about the show. Good hmm. call. Man, I'm looking forward to the show this Saturday. I am, too. It's going to be the bomb. I'm not looking forward to the whole day because I'm going to be busy from, like, So many people noon. are sharing it and checking it out on Facebook yeah. and stuff. I'm going to be busy from noon on. But Why you know, is that? we got to do, like, an interview and oh, that's a right. bunch of other stuff going on throughout the day. You know, that's another segue. I've been listening to Verbal Abuse Podcasts lately. Yeah. Y'all need to do a crossover. Oh, Ab- look. I've, I've I've already talked I had to, to him go to about Memphis. it. I had to go to Memphis uh, Saturday. I did too. And all the way home, all the way home from Memphis, I was going down the what's now Interstate 22 or Highway yeah. 78, laughing my ass off. Those guys are hilarious. They and are. Cheeseburger's a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, I've seen him live. He's freaking hilarious. So this is an open invitation. Right now, you're hearing it live. We want to get the Verbal Abuse Podcast, whether it's in the studio here live, or, or we can come to you, or we can meet in somewhere. The we definitely have to have to get together. I really want to sit down on that one, for sure. I love those guys. They're great. Ace and Cheeseburger are amazing. What's he keep saying? Cheesy got to get paid? Cheesy got to get paid. Yeah, for real. I actually talked to him about it not long ago when we played that show at Tie by Ties. I said, dude, y'all need to do a crossover. Absolutely, because, I mean, we're just from here to Aberdeen from one another. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we can make things happen for sure. We will discuss that Saturday night. For sure. But the, I've never been to Tampico Bay, but I've heard it's really cool. Yeah. And it's like a, a venue slash restaurant. I've heard they got really good food. It's a venue slash restaurant slash bar slash other bar Ooh. in the restaurant <laughs> i mean it's nice what part of town is that like it's literally it? on college street it's down Which right down to... from the, the oh, w that's off, uh, yeah that's close to the w yeah it's literally right down the street from it um there's uh there's that there's uh they're gonna be there uh cheeseburger and um ace are gonna be djing in between the bands and stuff like that uh, also, there's going to be Cajun Elliot. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Get Your Bell Ready, Kill Jay. And there's also going to be Seeking Seven for their CD release party. I haven't done that in a while. I was pretty you good. You did really good with that. Uh, but the big news that I got now. And is it's an exclusive. No, Do I mean I this is this? you know about this now. I mean oh. we talked about this yesterday, but this is this is public knowledge now. John and Lynn Gibson from the Voodoo Roo crew will be there. Uh, you know we're both part of that. The um, Edge Radio US. The Edge Radio US. They're going to be doing interviews with the bands for the Edge Radio for Voodoo Roo. Uh, I'm excited about it. Because that's like second mom and daddy to me. But uh, they're coming all the way up from Independence, Louisiana, you know, to come hang out with us for the CD release because, hell, they ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> that's cool, man. Especially as busy as they are with cons and everything. Oh, yeah. She's fisting to get really busy come October. So she's taking Ooh, advantage yeah. of the time she's got right now. Because, you know, John will come up. 
But he comes up by himself. There's so many people that have come out of the woodwork just messaging me, like, hey, I'm coming to the show. Like, whoa, where you been? Right, I know. We've been doing a lot of shows. Right. But they're picking this one, and that's really cool. Well, y'all are like us. It is close, though. Like, we haven't, pl- we haven't played a lot y'all of shows Y'all haven't played close. in Columbus. No. In a long, in a long time. time. I couldn't tell you when. It's right here in our backyard, but we yeah. haven't played. Well, hell, we haven't played Tupelo. Like, Kill J. When we play next month in Tupelo, our next show, actually, I think, after this one, is with Roses and Red in Tupelo. I think this will be the first time we played Tupelo since, like, the Mr. Tony's days, if I remember correctly. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Because the last time I played Tupelo with y'all, there's was not really Mr. a Tony's. venue for music like us. No, not in anymore. Tupelo right now. Let's bring venues back. All right, let's wrap this up. To recap. To recap. Are we going back to Rambo recapping or Loch Ness Monster or the show? I mean, the the show Saturday. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to recap from the All beginning right. of this. All right, episode. let's just recap the show Saturday. Oh, I got to add, it's a free show. What? That's right. It's There's a free no admission. Show. There's no cover it charge. It costs you $0 and 0 cents. How often do you get to see these bands? I won't ring the bell again. Any of the three bands, how often do you get to see them for free? Exactly. Not uh, especially not Cajun Elliot because they're not down here very often, but especially not Killjay either because Killjay is... A, an admission fee of some sort? Yeah, just nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just come bring your money and drink, have fun, buy me and Mark a shot. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> they do carry McAllen there, though. What? What year? I think I it's 12. 12. Oh, I think it's 12. Oh. If oh, I'm not wrong, I think it's 12 because that's what I did that one night. I'll do it after we play, though. Because if I... Like, I have to do it on the stage. Cause if, I, if I drank McCallum before we played, I would be so happy and so relaxed. You wouldn't be a hardcore band. I wouldn't band. be able to be the beast. You know, <laughs> right. I wouldn't be able to be like screaming you at people. Would. I'd be like, hey, I, I hate love. this hungry feeling. <laughs> What you what you listeners didn't see is his flailing arms <laughs> flailing arm, and dancing flailing arm man while he was doing that just then. All right, we're getting to go home from pig. Yep. The boss man said it's time to cut it off. He he did his paw across his neck area. No, I think he was doing that to my dancing. <laughs> Maybe. Either way, we'll it's time. It sign. Yeah, either way, it's time to call it. All right, thanks for uh, thanks for episode listening. <laughs> Thanks for doing the listening of the episode. You said that just like I said a while ago about leaving the earth. Or leaving this life. What are you looking up now? Making sure this is uh, episode 122. Shit the bed, internet. Oh, there it is. Thanks for listening to (laughs) the long-awaited episode 122 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor. Still an attic. We're broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Love you, mean it. Uh oh, I don't think I recorded any of that. Yeah.